Hello, I'm Joaquin Ruiz, Dean of the University of Arizona's College of Science, and this is Arizona Science. With me today is Joellen Russell, Associate Professor of Geoscience at the U of A. Welcome, Joellen. Thanks, Joaquin. Glad to be here. Thank you. This Monday, you'll be the first speaker of the 2016 uh, UA Science Lecture Series, Earth Transformed. Uh, it's great to me that we're following the Paris Talks. So exciting. Indeed. Can you believe it? We're really moving now. We are moving now. Now, of course, one of the big drivers uh, of global climate change is oceans. Absolutely. Most people, when they talk about global warming, think that they're just talking about surface air temperature. But in fact, 93% of all of the heat imbalance that's been caused by all this fossil fuel emissions and CO2 in the atmosphere went into the ocean. And we see it every day. So when we're arguing about, did it go up this much or that much in the atmosphere every year, really... It goes up every year. Just some years it goes more into the ocean, and some years it goes a little less into the ocean and more into the atmosphere. And that's what we're seeing this year with El Nino. Boy, did she come back with a vengeance. You got back a little of that heat. Boy, are we warming up. So are you? is it now a fact, or at least is it uh, a consensus with the scientific community that these big El Ninos and these uh, weather variations that we see today are part of global climate change? Well, we've always had El Ninos. It's just that the ocean is warmer now because it's been taking up so much of the heat. So when we do have an El Nino, a big one, boy, it really has a big impact. And some of those impacts are less predictable than they used to be, which is very scary for us here in Arizona since, of course, we depend on some of that extra rain we expect every year, which we're getting a little today, aren't we? Now, tell me, um, the one of the things that people worry about or that have actually not worried, but thought about as, as a good thing, is the oceans being able to suck up about, about as much CO2 as possible. The oceans have been doing a huge lift, and that's part of what I'll be talking about on Monday, is how we not just do that work of observing how much ocean CO2 is being taken up, but how we can use that actually as uh, data that we can assimilate into these uh, Earth system models, which may allow us to do treaty verification, to bring it back to your COP21 uh, you know, the Conference of the Parties, this big agreement we have worldwide, apparently 190 countries have now agreed. And uh, I am right there on the front lines um, working to try and help, well, a lot of people here at UA, but but my group as well, working to try and help verify these uh, ag agreements on total impact on the atmosphere. Now, on the negative part, some people worry that as the uh, oceans change uh, in their heat uh, variations, and, and the CO2. And the CO2, and that you get circulations that are different than they are today. That's absolutely That you could changing. actually get enormous burps of CO2 from deep oceans to the atmosphere. What do you think about that? I'm less worried about big burps from the, you know, the methane clathrates on the bottom, et cetera. Uh, but I am worried because uh, we are basically titrating the ocean with a weak acid, carbonic acid. The CO2, as we put it in the atmosphere from our fossil fuel burning, is essentially being some 25% or more is going into the ocean. And that is slowly changing the pH of the ocean. And the thing that starts to dissolve, just like it would the acid in your tummy dissolves a tum, you know, or a, whatever, acid acid of some variety. Well, essentially, we are in the process of getting ready to dissolve a bunch of our sea creatures, like pteropods, the little sea snails, and eventually even the Great Barrier Reef. So these are, even if we manage to uh, reduce our emissions or do some geoengineering that made it cooler, we would still have all the CO2 going into our ocean and changing the basic fundamentals of our ocean ecosystem. And 
I worry about that, particularly because the Millennium Project tells us that about, you know, somewhere around 70% of all the protein consumed by humans in the third world is marine-based. So we worry that this, this major reorganization is going to happen. So I'm going to try and set the stage at the lecture on Monday. And of course, going, coming back to one of the beautiful assets that we have at the U of A, which is the biosphere, all of this was predicted. Some of the fundamental work, and you'll see some slides in my talk as well on Monday, is that we some of the fundamental work about how the dissolution was going to occur over time as you reduce the CO2 was originally done in the Biosphere 2 ocean. And uh, UA has been in the ocean business for a long time. I bet nobody knew that. <laughs> And Joellen, uh, could you be could you tell us a little bit about what you're going to talk about on Monday? I'm going to talk about the ocean's role in climate and how it's changing as we have this man-made climate change occurring. Most of us tend to focus on just the atmospheric change, um, but in fact that's being driven, a lot of that is being driven by the total heat uptake by the ocean as well as the impact of the carbon uptake by the ocean. So that's what I'm going to be talking about on Monday. Terrific. I'll be there. At least one. <laughs> but everybody uh, else should come too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So listen to this and all other sci Arizona Science Conversations at azpm.org, Arizona Science. Next week, we continue with our conversations with the speakers from the 2016 UA Science Lecture Series, Earth Transform. I'm Joaquin Ruiz. <laughs>